0: Welcome to the five of us. We are five outspoken women with close to 150 years of experience as broadcast journalists. We left our jobs on the very same day and we are dedicated to helping women avoid the many pitfalls common to the workplace. We've heard from hundreds of people recounting tales of woe on the job and we have done the research, we're putting it all in a book and we are here to help. I'm Roma Torrey, and along with Kristen Shaughnessy, Janine Ramirez, Vivian Lee, and Amanda Farinacci, we are The Five of Us. Hi, everyone. You know, we have, uh, The Five of Us, have been working together for about two, little more than two full years now. And during the course of our research, uh, as we had mentioned, we're putting a book together and, of course, the podcast, which we've been sort of crafting and thinking about for uh, more than a year now. We have gained quite a bit of wisdom in in this time, talking to a lot of people about their uh, experiences in the workplace and things that they wish they could have done differently or better if they had a chance to start all over again. And so uh, we thought that we would spend this episode offering some advice uh, and frame it in, in the way that uh, we would be giving advice to our younger selves when we were starting out based on what we've learned since then. So we're gonna go around and around and around and each of us are gonna hopefully come up with uh, some <laughs> really good pieces of advice to uh, hopefully help you younger folks if you're watching, or even folks who wanna start all over again to um, to, to maybe improve their lives and do a better job. So. My first piece of advice, and it actually, I'm I'm picking up where I left off from the previous episode, and that is, learn to say no. Uh, I have always been a very eager beaver at work, and I'm I'm always overworking, and I I said yes every time somebody asked me to do something, and it was really um, a challenge over the years for me. I. I've always worked too hard. I've worked too many hours. I don't sleep enough and all that. It's not good for my health. And so my advice is to young people know when a yes is right and know when a no is right and listen to your gut because generally speaking that that should help to guide you. All right, Kristen, next.
1: I think know what you don't know. And Be willing to say you don't know something, you know, instead of that false sense of confidence. And my sister-in-law, Laura and I were talking about this too. And she had given this advice to my niece when she started, which was, don't worry if you make a mistake, even if it's a big mistake, just you'll never make that mistake again, right? You'll correct it. It might be, you know, very traumatic at the time, but you'll fix it and you'll never do that again. So you can always, you can always learn, but be willing to say, I don't know.
2: (laughs) Very good. Very good. Amanda. Um, you know, it's funny, I when we when we were talking about having this conversation, I was like, oh, I'll be able to like spit these out, like one, two, three. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I don't even know if I like, anyway, I did think about it. And um, I think the most important thing that I would say to myself now, then is to speak up professionally. Um, I think that for a long time, uh, when I was younger, I was I was very concerned about the perception that I would be viewed as annoying or nagging or the squeaky wheel if I kept raising concerns about things or adv- advocating for myself professionally. And I saw other people do it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be that irritating person or whatever. And Um, and then people got things that I didn't because I, I was afraid of being annoying. And so I would say to my younger self now, like, don't be the like wallflower. That's just like, or don't even give a shit about if somebody thinks you're annoying, if you're just like asking for the thing that you want, like just ask for the thing that you want and own it. I think I would say that to my, I think that's good advice at any age, but I think definitely when you're young, um, just kind of like, you know, ask for what you want and, and, and keep asking until you get it. Right. Okay, Janine.
3: I would say don't label older employees as past their primes, has <laughs> over the hill, because the fact is nobody gets younger, right? And so while you're young and you're getting experience, you're moving up the ladder, you're gaining knowledge and confidence, you may think you're in your prime. But somebody may say, oh, that person's old. They've been here for a long time. They need to move on. And so, you know, it could happen quicker than you think that it could happen. And so here you are like in your groove, having earned your spot. And now, you know, suddenly being cast aside. So all of that hard work and all that, you know, that you've gained this institutional knowledge, now you're marginalized. And so remember, everyone gets older by the second. And so you cannot stop the passage of time. And so really just uh, work your way up, of course, and just realize that, right, the older employees are valuable and, you know, and work with them as you grow older in the workplace.
0: Thank you, Janine. I I especially appreciate that one. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Vivian, you're on.
4: Um, I've got two. Um, one is based on experience. Um, don't be a perfectionist, because you waste a lot of time and somebody else can beat you to the punch. I remember not getting a promotion because I was asked to just come up with a, a bunch of ideas and how to execute them. And I took my time even to the point where the person who had asked was like, just a few days later, like, are you are you sending that in? <laughs> and then somebody beat me to the punch, and it actually um, listed a couple of my own ideas and how to execute them. I always regretted that. the The second tip is Wait, actually no, hold, based- off, hold off on your oh. second tip
0: because oh. we're going to go around the around the oh, table. Oh, okay. Sorry. So hold off for the <laughs> for your next turn. Okay. Uh, there's there's a piece of advice. Wait your turn. <laughs> Wait, it's
3: my turn.
4: Okay. <laughs> I was never good at that.
0: Uh, Okay. I guess it's back to me. And um, this one was really big for me because it was so frustrating working with uh, interns. In fact, I got so frustrated with the attitude of of young folks who were interning in my uh, earlier days that I just said, I'm not doing interns anymore. And so my advice to young people, when you're just coming into a job or if you're starting an internship Listen, don't talk so much. Nobody wants to hear about your your very limited life and I know that that sounds really rude and <laughs> and bitchy, but if you're, you know, in a workplace, it's very serious business. People are, you know, focused on doing a really good job. And young people just think maybe that they're in school and they can chat a lot. I don't know what it is, but they come in and I I I don't care about your life at in the workplace, you know, if you wanna go out and have a drink with me afterwards, that's a whole different thing, but you're here to learn. And the best way to learn is to listen. And if you do have to speak, it's to ask a question because there's no bad question and I'm good for that. But, you know, telling me what they did on their summer vacation, I could care less. So <laughs> sorry, that's that's just me. But I will say the interns that did listen and follow through and all of that uh, have remained in contact and friends with me in all this time, and we're going back like 30 years. So you know the the, the best ones stayed true <laughs> to uh, their character. And and um and by the way, I do care about their lives now because <laughs> they're all parents and they've moved on with the, their careers. But you know when you're young and you're just starting out, just keep it quiet and pay attention and and you'll learn a lot more. That's very I've spoken. Okay. Kristen, you're next.
1: This is, I I think we all sort of live this way, but just be kind to everyone. Um, I mean, I think that's how people should live their life, but that will come back to you in spades. And I think the five of us all left our job on the exact same day and the amount of people that still reach out to us and keep in touch with us. And they always say it, people do not remember what you do, but they remember how you made them feel. And it is true because I think all five of us get those comments and remarks and that's that's what it's all about right at the end of the day.
3: So just be kind to everyone.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Did and you and I know, you
3: say Kristen I saw that when you used to anchor in the morning she used to come in with her brownies and she used to feed <laughs> the whole staff and she used to bake cookies the night before or bring the whole stuff. But I'm telling you it was those little things that really like made yeah. everybody feel special and bonded with you. And um and yeah and, and that's one of my tips too is that relationships matter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, being kind to people and going out of your way for people is important. Um, there are some co-workers that I've had in the past that they only pay attention to you, only speak to you if they're going to get something from you or if they're going to advance their career by hanging out with you or they're going to, you know, you could offer them some kind of invite to some high profile events and then um, they'll make sure they talk to you. Otherwise, they can't be bothered with you. And and that's screwed up because that happens a lot, you know, especially in television news. Right. Right. Like you have. Um, people who really are working day in, day out, especially like the technical side and and they're working hard to make you look good. And the least you could do is just be kind and be nice. And, you know, and like you said, people they may forget what you did or what you said, um, according to Maya Angelo, right? But um, they'll remember how you made them feel, and so and those feelings could go both ways. So they'll remember when you made them feel good and in their presence, and you bonded in some way, and you uplifted them, you energized them, but you also remember when they made you feel bad. <laughs> that doesn't go away either, right? You were disregarded, you felt played, you felt used. But, you know, if they have good memories of you, then there's a chance, even if you part ways because you moved on to another job or some sort, um, that the relationship will come back and circle around in some capacity, right? You may even work with that person again or that person may be working on a project and think of you and including you in that project uh, when the opportunity arises. And and even if that doesn't happen, you know what? You're still thought of as a good person and and that goes far.
0: But you know what, I'm just going to jump in for one second, because Janine, you you brought up something that is actually a very good piece of advice that will endear any employee in the workplace, food, bring bring in a (laughs) good, pastries, whatever, you know, because yes, Kristen, with the brownies, I used to bring in bagels every Friday (laughs) when I was working the morning shift, and boy, that went far, boy, did that make a big difference, so yes, food.
1: But like right. Janine was saying, if you bring in bagels and then you're just an absolute jerk, yeah. that doesn't people see right through that too. So That's you have to true. be both. Yeah.
0: Right. You got to be consistent, right?
1: Yeah. And I'm not talking about you and your bagels. So yeah, no, no.
0: I have, have a sweet personality to go
2: with the brownies. Right? <laughs> yeah, not a fake one. Yeah. Okay. Amanda, you're up. Janine, I was laughing when Roma was talking about the interns because I was thinking about the one intern that you had that asked you to shoot something and asked, oh, can I just, do you have any lipstick? I, yeah. I, don't my lipstick.
3: Can I borrow your lipstick too? <laughs> can you shoot me and, like a video of me and can I borrow your lipstick while I'm doing it? I'm like, like you know, could your you? Knife don't, keep it. It. <laughs> don't, don't give it back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess kindness goes only so far, right? Keep the, keep the lipstick and never ask me that again. Um, I, I would say this is mine is sort of more lighthearted here, but like, um, you know, so much of what we do at this stage, we're like, you know, older and have more experience or whatever. But like, I would say to my younger self, like take the trip or the vacation or go on the date with the guy that you weren't sure. Like, I would say like, do the things that you, you sort of waffled about because you thought like, oh, if I, if I do that, I'll miss out on this opportunity at work, or I'll, I don't really have the money for that. Or I'm not sure. Like, I feel like at this point, if I look back on like the previous 20 years of my life, like I don't regret, I don't have like any, I, I regret not having certain experiences. I don't ever, I'm never sad that I missed a day of work, right? Like, I, and so I think like when you're younger, you have that, like that pressure where you you feel like you need to be on and perform and 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 show up and say, yes, like, I think we're all sort of victims of, of that and having been raised that way. But I, I would say, you know, my father-in-law used to always say to me, like, there's always going to be another party. And so if you can't make everyone, don't worry about it. But like, I would say certain things that are experiences that if you miss them, like, you don't get that opportunity again. And like when you're young and, and stupid enough to enjoy certain things, you should, you really should. You really, you really should.
3: Especially if it's a trip. Like if you go, if you miss a vacation, because at that time of your life in your twenties, it's not the same thing yeah. like experiencing Europe in your thirties or experiencing yeah. Europe in your forties. Like if you're having a chance to go when you're young, yeah,
2: take yeah. It. I had a friend who like had a, a destination wedding in, I don't know, in Mexico or something. And I had like four weddings at once and I was making like no money. And I just was like, I can, I just physically, I can't even sell my soul to try to make this happen. And I always feel bad about it. Like even now it's 20 years later and I'm like, oh, I wish I, I wish I was able to figure that out. You know, like I wish I, yeah, I borrowed money or whatever, but, but I, you know, it's different space, but I, I do think that experiences matter. Yep. I agree. All right. Um, Who's next, Vivian?
4: Um. Well, I'll 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 save the zinger for last. the The one that I realize as I'm listening to everybody in the second round of tips is, um, learn to say sorry, and learn to say sorry in a way that is meaningful, especially at work. So there have been a couple of occasions when I felt that I had I had acted a certain way or done something, and I didn't take the opportunity the next time I confronted that person or was working with that person to apologize, it took a while. And by the time I had brought up the courage to say sorry for whatever happened, I felt that it wasn't, it it didn't land very well because it didn't feel genuine because it had taken so long. But the person in both instances was generous enough to understand like how much it took out of me. Um, I think I was in my twenties at the time. And so that, that was something that I carried forward was the, the ability to be able to say that you're sorry at work can take you a very long way as well, because people will recognize that, um, in the, in the heat of trying to meet deadline and, you know, the stress that comes with whatever job you're at, um, it can be very easy to forget that people are people and, um, that people make mistakes, but if you own up to it, it, it helps you in your relationships.
0: You know what Vivian, we have to make a distinction there because I, I think um, one flaw that uh, many women suffer from and that is they say they're sorry too much. You know oh, I, yeah but this I'm talking know, about when you when you know when there's that, a real right really something to be sorry about. But right. generally don't you find that so many women and I'm I'm included in all of this every you know somebody says something to me or there's a misunderstanding or whatever and it's always oh sorry sorry. Men don't do that. You know and I think no they that, don't that tendency that we have as women to do that puts us always puts us in a lower position, you know, keeps us down. So um I just wanted to make that distinction because I agree with you, you know, I mean, if you do something that really, you know, you feel should not have happened. That's a reason to say you're sorry, but not just as a as a manner of speaking, because that's what we all seem to do. Right.
4: Yeah. So. Well, I mean, Canadians are also teased for that all the time. Like it's it's like a regular part of uh, the vernacular to say, sorry, almost all the time in speech. So I'm totally mindful of what you mean there, but I'm, um, I'm talking about when there's like a serious transgression, like something okay. that you you know, you did or said wrong or acted in in a bad way. And, um, and on the flip side, also be thankful, like thank the the right people at the right time, like, and do it, do it like, right there and then as much as you can when when, right. when you feel that impulse of oh shit i did something bad or oh my gosh thank goodness this person was there and did that right then and there when that impulse hits you express it i think it it really does make a difference in your relationships uh, excellent well um i think it's up to me now uh
0: what i would advise my younger self To do uh, is not to compare myself to other people. You know, I I always measured, you know, success or I mean, how I look, how I sound, what I say, how I perform. Uh, I always would look and think somebody else was doing a much better job, and that that just sets you up for for failure, really, because you're always thinking that you're never as good or that you can't compete at that level. So. Uh, my suggestion to young Roma is uh, stop worrying about how you look in relation to other people or how you behave or um, you know or how you work next to other people. Just be yourself and think actually that other people are looking at you and thinking you're better than them. So you know, maybe take that attitude. maybe that you are, especially women who tend to put themselves down, think about how, you know, maybe you're the, the best one in the, in the workplace and that everybody should look up to you as an example. So that's that. You All right. You, Roma. Yeah. What's that, darling?
3: You do you. <laughs> yeah. you do you.
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to be me after being such a bitch <laughs> talking about interns. Uh, okay. Anyway, Kristen, you're on.
1: Well, sort of going off of what you just said, you know, I was recently at a meeting where this man felt compelled to, Basically, let us know he was the smartest person in the room with his Uh. pedigree, where he went to school, how he graduated. And in the context of the conversation, it actually made sense to do that. But I would say to everyone, some of the smartest people I met did not go to college. They might be the most self-reflective, mature, um, intuitive people. So don't write somebody off just because they didn't go to the best school or get the best grades or have the best job. You can learn a lot from everyone.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Janine.
3: I've mentioned this in, in, in a previous episode, but I would say to my younger self, you know, find your side hustle. Learn how to make money elsewhere. You know, we all tend to put our eggs in this one basket, right? Like I studied communications in high school. I studied communications in college. Every job that I did had to do with a television, journalism career and continuing on one path. And I continued on that one path for a very long time. And then what happens when that path ends, right? For whatever reason. And so having another way to sustain yourself, to fulfill yourself and to s- sustain yourself financially, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, it's a great thing. And and because we're all complex and we all have different strengths and we have different talents and we have a lot to offer the world. So why just limit yourself to doing one thing?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that really works. It worked for you certainly because so far so good.
2: It's wonderful. Um, okay, Amanda. I guess this is kind of just like the theme or whatever. But I was while we were talking, I was thinking like just like don't be an asshole. Like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just don't, there's so many things in, in your lifetime where you have like the opportunity to, to like, do the right thing to do nothing and sort of just be kind of under the radar or you do like the asshole thing. And you, and you know, when you make that choice to go over here, like, <laughs> know when you're doing it and there's probably a reason why you've done it or whatever and i think when you're younger i think it's much easier to fall into that because you're probably caught in the moment of whatever's happening um or maybe you're just part of a group where there's like stuff going on but like i just always think that you should probably you know stop for a second before you make any decision in a group setting or professionally, whatever, anything that you should always just sort of govern yourself by like, is this the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Am I being, do I feel like I'm inherently being a good person by, am I representing myself the way I want to? Because, because especially now, like we see this all the time. Like I'm so, I have to say, I am so grateful. I am so grateful that like my, I'm, I'm younger than you guys, but I'm, I'm old enough to have lived past like a telephone. I mean, like a phone in my face and my life documented my, my I'm not gonna say all the words that, but like my my very formative early 20 years like were not documented all over social media because I just think there are so many a-holes on social media, like with and I just I think there are so many opportunities to just like skip that. And most people don't at this point, like whatever we see on social media. And so I think it's, I just think that sh- there should be like, you know, that guy that holds up the signs, the social media signs, and he just like, his sign should just say like, don't be an asshole. That's what I, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's none of
0: us for sure. Um, <laughs> Vivian, did you, uh, do you have one more? Do you want to wait until, cause we're going to go
4: around one more time? Um. No, I think I, I, I I think the only other tip that I would give to myself is, uh, well, I should should preface it by explaining a little bit. So I had this period in my life where I failed reaching for jobs or going for a promotion. It happened a number of times, and I noticed a pattern. I had stopped having fun. I had stopped Mm -hmm. going out. I had stopped dating, like... (laughs) I had this funny pattern of breaking up with people right before I was going to go for a job. <laughs> so, um, when I when I discovered this, I decided, you know what? Every time I go for a new job now, I am going to have me some sexy time.
3: Another, <laughs> <you> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, so
4: you- I will exp- I will I will explain that by saying that could, you can define that any way you <laughs> want to. For me, it was like going for a massage, going to the spa, even going out. For a night out with my friends, you know, sexy time is just like anything that is confidence boosting where you're just like, you get to dress up, you get to make yourself look good, feel good. Um, it could be by yourself. It could be with others. Sometimes I would call up my favorite squeeze and say, hey, you know, like <laughs> maybe you and I should get together today. And I'm telling you, I got all the jobs that I wanted after I made that decision. Wow. So take take as that. As long for- as they're
1: not with the bosses
4: no (laughs) (laughs) making the decisions no that's that is another topic altogether. Like what, you know, what women go through in the TV business. No, Mm -hmm. it it was, no, this was strictly like, just, I, I I wanted to be able to feel confident going into the interview or applying or meeting somebody for, for the first time or the first round of, you know, interviews that you were doing. And I decided I'm going to, I'm going to take time, like not the night before, but you know, that weekend or that week, I'm just going to Boost my confidence by surrounding myself with either people that I want to be with and who make me feel physically good and emotionally good, um, or I'm going to do something to pamper myself and make myself feel beautiful inside out.
3: Got- Sexy <laughs> got <Sixie> time. time. <laughs> How Vivian got her groove back. Yeah.
4: Really.
3: <laughs> <laughs> lesson, the, the,
0: the lesson here: go go have some good sex, and then you go have fun. some sex.
4: <laughs> go have sex. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know that's a tough one to follow up. Well, you know, interestingly, uh, what I was gonna offer is that you know, you make your own luck sometimes. Um, and it's not just you know, if you really want it badly enough, you're gonna get it. But you if you think outside the box and you know come up with unique ways to try to get the attention of the people that you want to hire you. That generally is, I think, a lot more effective than going through the motions of sending in the resume and all that. Because, you know, to be honest, I don't think any of my jobs, um, I don't think I got any of my jobs going the conventional route. I think they were all just being at the right place at the right time. And, you know, and interesting, you know, that definition of luck is um, what is it? Luck is preparation meets opportunity, right? But bad luck is lack of preparation meets reality. So Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I I guess the the bottom line here is really go out of your way to learn as much as you can about the kind of the line of work that you're interested in, because you just never know when you're going to meet the right person who says, hey, I was looking for someone just like you, but you, you know, you got to put yourself in their face, you know. Uh, if, if figuratively speaking, that is, uh, or be like Vivian and, <laughs> and <Kevin. laughs> Are you taking um, shots of cooking oil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vivian, boy, you really, you You, learned, you taught us a lot. <laughs> um, all right. Just, um, I think we're running out of time. Did anybody have any, any more that they wanted to share? Because um, I think we can close it out. <laughs>
2: Nope. One, okay one Amanda be, yeah one would be don't be afraid to move on from wherever you're you're at if you feel like you're ready you should take the leap and and do the thing that you thought maybe you couldn't do and also this kind of works hand in hand if you're going to do that wherever you are i i would say if, the secret to uh, surviving any career is to find some good friends. I would say to really try to cultivate. Um, and I mean, we obviously, five of us have a very nice uh, familial friendship. I do think that um, I get by with a little help from my friends is not a small saying, it's, it, it means a lot. And I think it will carry, carries a lot of weight. And I think that if you find a group that you can sort of fall in with and you can stick with those people that it, it will make your days in the workplace infinitely easier. Bravo! Well said. Um, so I was looking for you know
0: some nice quote that uh, I could share here, and the, the best one I could come up with comes from Vince Lombardi, uh, you know, the football coach, and he said, "The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary." <laughs> so <laughs> think about it. You really do have sure. to work in order to you know achieve your your goals and in your your success so thanks guys that was was really fun we're gonna have to do another round of those Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was a blast all right everybody thanks for joining us and uh we'll see you next time thanks for tuning in to the five of us we want to hear from you with any questions ideas or suggestions for future discussions just write to us at the email you see here and we will be eager to help talk to you next time